Morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Make him like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Merce, how are we doing tonight? Tired. Dude, it's, what time is it right now? 10.20. 10.20 at night. I've been up since 6, and I, I, haven't, I haven't stopped, except for when I sat down at the lovely Cracker Barrel. It was delicious. Well, everybody, welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour. We're getting that out of the way. Uh, the hell is it? Middle of yeah, December? Yeah, because depending on if I got it fixed or not, there may or may not have been an intro. Yeah, we might just be talking to nothingness or people. If it's people, what's up? If it's nothingness, even more what's up. But, actually sad and yeah, that, it's my life. Uh, it's not my life. Sorry, it's pretty good. Uh, take it back. Uh, dude, you're done. It's the middle of December. You got through a semester of this horse shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't have my grades back yet, but I, I don't feel like I failed. I don't know how well I did, but I... <laughs> I feel like they're still going to let me come back in January. And you're like, like you're slightly autist, but you got like the super autist in the class that brings up the curb for everybody. Or did the, did the oh, other I, students kill him by now? Well, no, I don't No, I, I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what we got on the finals, but yeah, it was like, you know, we had the one kid that got a perfect score on things where the professor's like, that's never happened before. So we, we've had our curves thoroughly wrecked. I know what you mean. Between me and the cows, there's a curb that I'm around all day, and I swear one of them just keeps bringing it up, making it harder for the rest of us. I was trying to make a joke about how about as intelligent as a cow. There's, and there's right. a reason why one of us are in law school. Yeah! One of, one of us is a, is a podcast. Hang on, hang on, hang on. One of us is in law school, and this is like the most Merce thing I ever heard whenever you were you were coming back. And you're like, I'm done. It's finished. It's over. I'm going to go home and eat junk food and watch cartoons and be 12 years old for three days and not do anything. I'm like, good for you. I got work to do on the tractor and some other stuff. You bust your ass. Congrats, buddy. It's like two days later, you're like, what's up? I'm like, hey, what's going on? You're like, nothing. Just been learning how to mine crypto. Just what? Yeah, I've been up since like four this morning. I couldn't sleep and was start. I went like down the Google rabbit hole and decided to figure out how to hack my old Mac that we just used for the show to mine crypto in the spare time and had to like set up some code for it to work. And I found out how to use eBay. I made three cents today. (laughs) There you go. It's something. And you burned 50 cents of energy out of your computer. Probably. (laughs) You had it sitting on like a deck of cards when I got here to air. Yeah, it was a little hot. Yeah. Like worst case scenario, you know, I got a hot plate. Dude, I've been, let me think the past weeks. I've been mowing pasture. I've been doing a ton of mowing pasture um, and molasses, putting out sweet molasses to the cows. Do, do y'all do molasses? We do. Okay. I can't remember if I've seen them or not out here. I must have. Black t- yeah, we've talked about it. Black tub, flip it over, smack it, get all the dead yeah, stuff we got out. Five, we got five tanks. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, we give our cows during the winter when there's not enough nutrients, sweet, sticky molasses, and they eat it up. Um uh, it's funny. I don't realize how surprising that is to most people outside of the cattle industry until you say it. And they're like, hey, on, what, what do you call molasses? I'm like, you know, like syrup. And they're like, you give your cows molasses syrup? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most effective ways to get them protein during the winter and other microbes. And then they will eat everything to the ground yep. afterwards. With all the salt in their mouth. Yep. But uh, 
so yeah, dude, mowing, uh, got a hay trap that I'm trying to clean out because we got a ton of hay that we got to put up. And now, hang on, do y'all bail y'all's own hay or do y'all have another dude? No, come... we do it on halves. Yeah. Somebody come and do it for us. That's we right. still have a hundred bales, I think, in the barn or so from last year. So we're just selling everything out the field and not worrying about moving it or putting it up this year. Well, that's, that's all I've been working on. We got a, we got a hell of a hay baler, uh, like the dude that does it. He's, he's, wild as can be but a good guy but there was something uh it, i i told you a little bit about this well you know uh, the people i grew up around for the most part didn't have like a deep interest in like kind of going down these rabbit holes that i go down like you know like history or political theory or anything like that so i've always just like kind of thought of myself stupidly and ignorantly i'll add as like i was kind of not smarter than these people because they're smarter than me at other things but just like oh in this category like i'm pretty sharp it seems um this confession time everybody i was out on a date with a lovely lady like this couple this maybe a month or two i was say if not i was gonna call you on it after that that previous comment (laughs) but uh i'm out and uh, i'm like and check smart she's well read it's what she does is read stuff. And I'm not talking novels or, or something. I mean, she does, but it's like college papers and stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I got an interest in history. And she's like, Oh, what, you know, who have you read? What are you into? I'm like, I kind of throughout like a little bit, of Tom Woods, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, uh, while we're like, you like popped your like suspension. A little bit, but I was like, Hey, there's somebody I can kind of like flex with and not feel like I'm just talking to some idiot. Uh, but, Anyways, we're sitting there going, and so you know, me and my like, I'm, I'm stroking my imaginary chin hair and high on my horse while I'm sitting there chatting, and uh, like you know, like everybody back then speaking, we're talking about ancient Rome, and I say something along the lines, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life, and I said, you know, it's I, I can't remember how I brought it up, but it's like everyone's speaking Roman, and da 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 da, and she goes Latin, and I go. No, they're not Catholic. They're Roman. <laughs> like, like, dude, it's just like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. She goes, hey, hey, you're you're aware they spoke Latin? And I go, Romans? No, they spoke Italian. They, they're, they're Romans from Rome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a Roman Catholic Church thing? No relation to the Roman. Sure, Constantine, I know, flipped the religion or whatever. But for, for, for those of you that don't know, because by the way, I tested my surrounding culture's knowledge of this, you passed the test, because I think I asked you, and I was like, what language did the Romans speak? And you're like, Latin. I'm like, shit, Nurse knows. <laughs> but like, I asked my mom, I asked a handful of other people, I'm like, what language do the Romans speak? And they're like, I don't know, Italian? And I'm like, all right, thank God. It's not, <laughs> just, not just me. So for like all of, uh, and by the way, when Hey, she, we're going to stab Caesar. When she said that, like, I would have loved to have had my brain in like a, a CAT scan or something like that and just see all the different neurons that fired off. And I'm like, so many more things from history make sense now. They spoke Latin. <laughs> That's why the Catholics like this old language of Latin. Because this empire that conquered the world spoke Latin. So, like, when I... When I give my dumbass, like, self-aware, ignorant, like, historical or political takes or anything like that, just know it's the guy thinking they spoke. By the way, like, God God bless this 
check. She's from New York. And she's like, God bless your country bumpkin ass. I will speak slowly to you. And I'm like, I'm, I swear where I'm come from. Sometimes people kind of think I'm smart about stuff. I promise, but I'm not going to act like that anymore. Not around you at least. Sheesh master's degree. Um, but, uh, the only, the, uh, the only thing from like my life that might trump that there was a time I don't, if I'm being honest, I hardly read anymore. I'm kind of like a fly by nighter. I, I'm more to listen to people I've learned to trust. Cause when I've tried looking up bullshit against them, I can't find any. It's but, not, it's probably not fashion. I end up on like Wikipedia or like, or just reading articles. Like, Cause I'll like come across something and I, 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 I was like, and I'll be like, I wonder. And next thing I know, I'm like, looking and you up just like chase the, the question. Yeah. And then I'm like, like reading about like migration patterns of like the blue footed booby or some or, random oh. just. Or like BS. eight investors that have been arrested that were in the Forbes yeah, Top 100 like, or whatever. That, I think that's how I'm just full of completely useless knowledge. But yeah. um, I'm so, a walking Snapple fact. But there was like, there was a time, I, I don't know, probably about like college age, I guess like, like some people are that age. Like a, I was reading a lot. Like when I lived in Texas, I read or I'd listen to audio books while I was on a tractor. I mean, I was like really obsessed with chopping up books and eating them. Um, but even then... And I guess this was whenever I was reading. This must have been before audiobooks. I would, uh, I would come across this group of people, and I could not, for the life of me, figure out what the who the hell they were. And it's finally, I'm talking to my mom about it on the back porch. She's a geography teacher, so I'm like, I can't believe it never occurred to me to ask my geography teacher of a mother about this, who's also a cattle rancher. Long, long story. She's lived a long life. Uh, but I go, Mom. Who are these Burgoyce people I keep reading about? She goes, Bur- Burgoyce? I'm like, yeah, are they from like the country of Burgundy or from like, you know, I've read about like Eastern Europe and the Russian and it's like, is this some Slavic the place? Burgundy? The, the, the Burgoyce. And she goes, how do you spell it? And I go, B-U-R-G-O-I-S-E, Burgoyce. I'm like... These socialists and communists are mad as hell about this group of people. And I don't like, I always thought it was classes they were upset Maybe about. There's a U in that word somewhere, but. <laughs> Doesn't that what I said? B U R G O I S E. Anyways, my mom, and like she is, sometimes I very wrongly look down my nose at her, like, oh, you watch Fox News. Well, I get my information from a higher standard. But uh, she like slaps the table and goes, Josh, bourgeois. <laughs> what she goes that's how you pronounce bourgeois or spell bourgeois it's french and i go wait so uh, there is no country of burgoyce or burgoyce people that have been around eastern or western europe or somewhere in the slavic region perhaps no all right well i was an idiot for like, like i was like 24 when i figured that out and i'd been i've been reading political theory pretty hot and heavy by that point how do you uh, how do you pronounce champagne? Shut up. <laughs> that was a joke. No, that no, was a joke. No, the look in your eyes when you All realize. Right. <laughs> All right. Long story short, like there was. Well, we'll make it a long story, dude. That was after one of those ragers at the house, right? Yes. Okay. And we're all These, trying to put our lives back together. And- the the next morning, we were all like, and this was one of those. I'm pretty sure there was like like. My house is like situated right on one of the state roads, like the, one of the main arteries of a road that lead into our town. And so like all my family, if they drove by my house, they could easily see if there's a bunch of people there or not. 
unless I specifically engineered people to park behind barns and houses and trailers and stuff like that to like make it. It wasn't hide. rocket science. You just said park behind the house. I used perspective <laughs> and prayed to God they didn't look early before the curve, which they didn't. Anyways, rager at the house that night. Uh, my mom's in Texas. And the next morning I wake up and everyone's like, uh, I'm one. Of the la- I'm always one of the last people to wake up after one of these. And uh, they go, they peek their head in the door and go, Josh, how how was it? And what Merce, what did I say? Oh, I'm uh, there's some said, girl. You said some yeah, you, and you said something along the lines you're like, man, I don't know, but that champagne last night really impressed my, her, or really impressed her. And my and then you're like, my head is killing me. And then you said it again, like all of us have to lose. Or it might have been Kyler or somebody. Might have been Kyler. Looked at you and said, are you? Are you trying to say champagne? And I swear I was joking. I swear I was like, hey, I'll make a funny. And no, then, because no, after it's yours. that, the re- the recollection when you, I swear, the look on your face was more. The the years I have dealt with that, I was like, I wish I'd never made a funny. I wish I'd <laughs> never tried to be the funny guy. Speaking of funny guy, have you ever heard of, uh, th- this is one of the best like dumb jokes I've ever seen Family Guy make. But it's like some I can't I can't remember the the exact setup for it. But they're in Peter Schmidt's house, Lois's dad. Yeah, and uh, they're talking about something, and he comes down the stairs and goes, "Hey, would somebody shut in shut the windows? Someone's letting all the wind in." Someone looks at him and goes, "Did you did you mean the wind?" And he goes, "Oh, I've only read that word. I've never heard it." And I'm like, <laughs> "I understand, Burgoyce. It all connects. Thank God." So. Yeah, if I ever try to come off smart, just like you know, I, I try to keep like those two instances under my belt, like there's a good chance I'm only inferencing a what, chunk of this. We were studying for. We can stop bringing up examples of me being no, stupid if that's what you're trying studying, to do. We were studying for exams, and I was talking to one of the other kids in the class, and he kept going a forte. He's like a forte. He's like he's like, and he looks at me. He's like, you don't know what a forte means? And we have like a lot of Latin terms. Right. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then like we, I was like, I was like you mean a forethought? <laughs> and then Forte? I felt so relieved because I thought there was some term the night before the exam <laughs> that he's going on about that I've got no clue. You were on that Google search box of etymology to yeah, like, etymology. I was like, I was like, There's not even word? an e at yeah. the end of that word. And he's like, oh, I don't know, dude. Our brains were so we're just mush. They were the leaking end. out of your ears. Oh, it was bad. Um, I don't. I don't. I give it one out of five stars. Don't recommend law school. What? Well, we got we got some news stories here, and we'll just go off with the biggest. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna start off with the biggest, most important, like worldwide news story that probably in our lifetime. If I'm being perfectly honest with it, um, the trailer for Grand Theft Auto Six got leaked, and oh. that's that's a pretty big deal. I um, mean, it's basically about us. Yeah. Yeah, it's and we're more uh, of the side quest, but and it's like uh, my uh, my daughter's mom who care less about video games. Like it was funny. She, I guess, after the trailer came out, she I was talking to her and she goes, "By the way, I'm buying a big screen TV and a PlayStation in the year 2025 just so I can drive around Florida in a video game and visit Sebring races." And yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah. so anybody doesn't know, it's if you look on Florida, basically. There's a Sebring Races that'll race track, which will be in Grand Theft Auto, and then south of there, you'll see the big mud park area. Which hey, is- hey, let's back up a little more because I, I jumped too far ahead, and then you backed up a little. Let me back up just here. Grand Theft Auto is a video game. I'm just kidding. We're not backing up that far. We're not, but it's normally set in Get like out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's normally like the New York cities or whatever is normally like it's a 
It's based on real cities, these giant environments, but they give it like fictional names, so you can't hold them accountable yeah, for like anything. Vice City was Miami before. Yes, Liberty City's New York, uh, whatever. But instead of just doing one city in the new game, they're doing half of Florida, like pretty much just north of Orlando, yeah. down to the Keys, and from Tampa to Naples and to Miami yeah, and the, everything. And, and the Everglades. And, dude. There was a guy in our town, probably paid by Rockstar Games, walking around taking notes on Arcadians. There's something there's something beautiful to that. Somebody was studying us without our knowledge. Well, I mean, I feel like I mean they always I feel are like so we're like, a petri dish in the first place. We are. It it's because as soon as they, as as soon as I saw Redneck Yacht Club and the thing with the people like the the big the wall the 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 thing that the wooden structure in the middle of it yeah the, the ramp or I whatever was like, I knew exactly where that was and I was like I have been utterly trashed right there I snuck into Redneck because before Redneck Yacht Club what was it CNR well that was in Palmdale yeah see that's the one I went to quite a lot Redneck Yacht Club is the one down thirty one yeah and now see I snuck into Redneck Yacht Club on our mutual friend's property. Uh, okay. Yeah. Two two separate times, but I don't remember going, and I don't remember coming back. I just remember getting to the pro- friend's property, and then it's unplugging a TV, <laughs> and then it's like, "Hey, man, there's some pictures of you on the website." I'm like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> like, I think it was me and my cousin sitting on top of a of a suburban drinking Jägermeister. Though when I say a suburban, this thing's like the roof of it was forty feet off the ground. Not forty. That's an exaggeration, but high. It was. Did you go with us that time, Travis? I don't think I was there. I mean, I was probably out there, but I don't know if I was in that. Anyways, that's most people that went to these places. It's funny. uh, So it's Redneck Yacht Club's exactly what it sounds like. It's just giant mud hole in the middle of Florida that everyone thinks. Redneck Mud Park now because the guy that sings Redneck Yacht Club sued him for copyright infringement. I don't know, but yeah. Um. Anyways, that place. It's just a big mud hole in the middle of Florida that, like, all these... Everyone from... Everybody that's not from rural Florida goes to. Yeah, yeah, for, pretty much to go. And uh, there's those people, and then there's, like, my other buddy, who's a diesel mechanic, that goes... I go there with my mechanic truck and just sit and wait for them to mess their machines up and go, Ah, you really want to get that home, don't you? It's going to cost you some money. I picture him like the, the cable guy from South Park. Oh, <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. Oh, you, your drive shaft's broken. <laughs> but it uh, no, and like I'm kind of excited because like Rockstar Games have this flavor to them of like hyper realism with hyper like almost South parody. South Park levels of parody. And one, I want to see their take on Florida. Uh, the only thing, you know, I guess you play as a chick. Let me stand on my. You're supposed uh, to. It's supposed. To, I think it's a duel where you're, it's a couple. So you play as a chick and as the the other guy, or it's the co-op how you play through. I don't know. Well, that objectively makes it better than just playing as a chick. Yeah, I know, uh, right? <laughs> no, that's all she'd have to do to win is just sit in a room with an OnlyFans account. There she goes. Top, yeah. Well, she'll win for like three months, and then she'll be severely depressed until she dies. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But maybe. Yeah. But, but she'll be empowered. Yes, she will. Good. Good for her. Not my kid though. Uh, but, anyways, they uh, like. I think if anybody could handle like a strong, uh, I hate to even say it, like, uh, so there are like, despite all the woke shit from like the past 10 years, like even whenever I was like younger, if there was like a badass story or game and they happen to have a chick that like was a badass character, Laura Croft comes to mind. It was like, 
oh, this ain't like my ideal thing, but this Let's is me. Why did you like Laura Croft? Pixelated boobs. <laughs> I mean, the same reason like a ponytail that swayed. That was cool physics. But um, another, right, another character is, damn it, you don't watch horror movies. You suck. Uh, Ripley from Alien or what's another something that's not a horror movie. I'll think of it later. I'm sure there's one. But damn it, in the past like five to ten years, if there's something that's like starring a woman minority that's super empowered and da da da, it's like yeah. it's almost a sound like that's a big red flag, buddy. I hope y'all do it good. I really hope y'all. I'm rooting for y'all because y'all have had fun. Hell, they made Red Dead, yeah. and that that was good. Um, so, anyways, that the most important news ever in video game talk we're gonna we're gonna walk away from but just that's like that's the main thing i've noticed with it is like i hope y'all prove me wrong and like shut this red flag down but lately all my red flags seem to be seem to be pretty correct um merce less important news than that what's happening with the world what's the status of it it's on fire i actually don't think so right now like of all the times we kind of make a podcast it seems like there's some extremely crazy shit going down every time. But it stays no. not having the news as much. Ukraine, Ukraine, and Russia are still going crazy. Gaza and Israel are still going crazy. Like you know, it is, but it's all happening so fast and so much at once. Something that's been really entertaining is watching like watching these pundits on all sides talk out of both sides of their mouth. On like like a good example is. What? Like when Congress just today passed that the president can no longer remove us from the United Nations without the Congress's approval. Oh, well, that's stupid. I didn't see that. But anyway, it's the way out of this isn't legal. I don't mean do illegal shit. I'm not advocating that. But I'm like, I, d I don't think I don't think anyone's going to write a law that says, hey, we're going to massively reduce spending and government power. And the rest of the politicians that are bought off by everybody else sign on to this. I don't, I just sadly don't see that happening. It'd be cool. Ron Paul was our chance for that to happen. And yeah, that most people have no idea who the hell I'm talking about. That's a Google some bitch. Um, he's not dead yet. He ain't. Dude. He's like a 95 year old dude. I don't know. He's like 92 or something. Still does a. Uh, internet show at least once a week. I don't know how often I watch it every now and then. Oh, I bet he could beat the brakes off Biden beyond a shadow of. I bet he'd give Trump a run for his money. Oh, probably. Like Ron Paul's in shape, and he's he looks squirrely. Yeah. <laughs> like even in his oh, prime. He's a biter. He, yeah. He's a biter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, <laughs> a throw sand in your eye kind of a guy. Like I don't want to do violence, but if I do, I'm gonna win. <laughs> Damn it! You've never watched Gravity Falls. Get him. He's that no. guy. But um all right. So so like yeah, slightly less important news than Grand Theft Auto. Alex Jones is back. Oh yeah. Most of the way. I haven't seen anything from him yet, other than just some like some status update stuff. Right. I'm I'm just happy that I just enjoy the fact knowing that him being back has made a lot of people angry. You know, I heard he came out with a book. And I was like, Joe, what is it, like a pop-up book of, like, gay frogs jumping out of the pages or something like that? That's but, what I hope it is. Like, I would, I would buy it. Yeah. But I actually, from Michael Malice, who seems a pretty well-read guy, it's actually like if you could get a smart person to sit down with Alex Jones and go, all right, don't rant. Just, like, make a case study for your points. Don't and type in all caps. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Like, settle down. 
make a make an outline and start with one subject and give details on that before you move to demon hybrid machinas or anything like that. Um, so I, wanna, I don't even know the name of the damn book, but it's one I'd like to check out or listen to or something like that. Um, I find it interesting. I listen to the space, I guess, Twitter or X now does spaces. Have you checked out any of them? Mm-mm. I see where some people go like live and I've clicked on a few of them, but it's more like, I don't know. It's either. I, ne- I never catch them live and I end up listening to someone recording it and putting it on YouTube for the most part, like why I'm on a tractor. But uh, for as crazy as he sounds in his rant highlights, I listened to like this hour and a half long. Like he talks with Elon Musk, who <laughs> it's a big interview thing. And in the middle of it, you start hearing a, someone taking a piss. It turns out it was Vivek Ramaswamy, who was like in on the, the Republican number two, I believe, Republican candidate behind Trump. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think DeSantis is still yeah. like the head at all of them, but. But he totally put DeSantis is? I think so, but I think he's still so far down that it. I think yeah. it goes like Trump by like a landslide. It's by a And lot. then like out of the very small margin, I think DeSantis is still leading. Yeah. Um, I think it's like 12 to 70% or some insane margin number. But yeah, it's P-Gate. They call it Vivek P on audio. But uh, like in Vivek's defense. And hey, Merce hey, as long as he wasn't like being like behind the scenes, like, I've got him right where I want him. Like, no, but he was like, he was, yeah, he was like, oh, y'all caught me. All right. Yep. This is going to be news tomorrow, but have fun with it on with the interview. But no, uh, Alex Jones sounded surprisingly, and it's like during it, Elon Musk. gave him a tranquilizer. Probably. <laughs> probably had a nice strong drink before he sat down. All right. Hey, buddy, it's, it's, you've been back for an hour. Like, well, no, he wasn't even back yet. Elon Musk was making the decision. Uh, and he's like, so he was on his best behavior. Yes. And like, he's like, you know, and Elon Musk was like, so what can you tell me about like Parkland? Like about you saying, he goes, uh, everything. And he builds a good case. I mean, he was very evidence-based. He goes, this is what they accused me of saying in the court case. Like this FBI agent was like, the, whose kid died? The uh, that, let me let me rephrase this. In the court case we where they were suing, where they where they were suing Alex Jones, the Blake Parkland parents. Right. One of them was an FBI agent or a CIA agent, but I think FBI. And whenever he like in court, that like he got like millions from Alex, and they go, uh, "What can you provide the audio where Alex Jones specifically talked about your child or any like?" Pretty much the FBI agent was saying, like, he's saying it was all fake and it was nothing but actors. And they were, like, in court, like, can you provide where Alex Jones says this? Yeah. And they're like, no, we can't. And they're like, well, you win against Alex Jones, $8 million. And yeah. it's, it's real bonk. But it makes a good case. Elon Musk hears him out and reinstates him. Now, some of the really deep people in my corner of the web are like, see, Alex Jones is seemingly right about like 50% of stuff and the 50% he's right about is like whoa that's scary I'm more convinced that and I'm not trying to like like be demeaning towards him I think Alex Jones is just a little bit batshit crazy he is definitely and he is throwing a lot of just crap at the wall and that's our world is just that screwed up that he's just like hit hit a lot of it but like things all right things alex jones has knocked out of the, sorry mammy things alex jones has knocked out inside of the joke. <laughs> inside joke i just elbowed a nice lady it was, it's, i'm sorry sorry lady um but things alex jones th- things from the 90s that were 
too crazy for the X-Files that Alex Jones was saying was happening. All of the most powerful political leaders in the United States and corporate uh, leaders met in a place called Bohemian Grove where they put on robes and worshipped an owl god named Moloch. At best, like best case scenario, they were imitating this for like a fraternal thing. So he said, like, that's happening. Everybody laughed at him for years until the video evidence came out of it. He also said back in the 90s... Oh, God, if you start thinking about the song Bohemian Rhapsody lyrics, it actually sounds terrifying. We will not let you go. Ishmila. We will not let you go. Dude, shut the... Let him go. Damn, you're glowing autism, boy. Not because you're a fed, because of the autism. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's just like my... I'm going to re-listen to that. Been listening I think to- it has nothing to do with that. I think it's just a... Creepy coincidence. You gotta stop believing in coincidences. Man, you're, I had... you're a podcaster. <laughs> clickbait, clickbait. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, no. So like, I'm tired it, of making my head hurt. He was also saying, and I mean, he, I'm pretty sure on Rogan and other places a long time ago, he was like, "Oh yeah, there's an island in the Caribbean, like they're taking miners to, and it's a honeypot where they get influential people there and get blackmail on them with like someone the person thinks is 21 but is really like 16, and it's like then fucking Jeffrey Epstein happens." Uh, so now the part that like drives me crazy about it used to drive me crazy about Alex Jones was he would be like, "Can't you see all the horrible stuff this government's doing?" That's why we need to vote for Republicans. And I'm like, what? Like, dude, if they're worshiping a Moloch god owl or something, voting is done for. What's like, the natural enemy of an owl? It's not the elephant. No. Well, so. No. I don't think they. Coyote? No, not coyote. Bobcat? Maybe, Maybe bobcat? Serpent? I don't know. Well, serpent, you don't want to vote Did for you ever watch either. Red Dawn? What was there? Wildcat? Wolverines. Wolverines. I thought it was Bobcats for a second. I was like, that's appropriate. <laughs> Bobcats, rawr. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, Alex Jones seems to be back, at least on Twitter or X or whatever. Tucker Carlson interviewed him, uh, which, by the way, Tucker Carlson's just been popping up all over. And, and like, despite his, his political leanings one way or the other, I'm not even going to talk about that. He seems wildly... He seems like an outdoorsman from the 50s. I mean, like, like there's been little things. It's not like stuff he's advertised. It's stuff I've heard, like, third party, and then someone was like, you know he makes, like, all of his fly fishing rods and lures and, like, all of it. He doesn't own a TV in his house. Uh, goes like, I don't know, in the words of Alex Jones, Alex, like, I guess Tucker Carlson just interviewed Alex Jones, and he goes, uh, Alex goes to Slim's Barbecue in Arcadia, Florida. Leads a Spanish Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> interviews Alex Jones. Just saying, people, eat at Slim's. Slim's, if you're looking to sponsor, what's up? Uh, but, no, Alex Jones like, I thought I was an outdoorsman. He goes, Tucker Carlson is a caveman that doesn't need society. Well, like, it, do, it, it also helps when you have millions of dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so, like I said, other lessons. Uh, some stuff has happened since our last podcast. That Argentinian fella that I... Afuera. <laughs> yes. That's, that, like, that's my, like, all I understand from him. The guy that I told... I, I had a roller coaster of emotions with this guy. It's Javier Malay in Argentina. And I, I don't know if anyone's aware, uh, outside of my circle of stuff I listen to, 
uh, there's a new president in Argentina. That's a country in South America for all the locals that don't know the geography. It's like a, it's like a little Mexico, South of Mexico, uh, for the Arcadians. <laughs> no comment. There's nothing I can say that would come out right. <laughs> but, uh, no. So like they, uh, this guy, when I first heard about him, Javier Malay, and I heard about he, I heard about his ideas. I was like, "What an awesome idea for a candidate!" I hope you get more than two percent. Like the, the so all right for the closest thing to him in our country is something like the Libertarian Party, but it's like if the Libertarian Party had just big balls, uh, and mutton chops, and and a crazy hairdo and a degree in economics, which they kind of do. But they don't have the other stuff. And he was like... How can you get a degree in economics in a country where their economics is terrible? What are they teaching you? That's a good... All right. No, touche. Yeah, good point. I don't know. Hang on. Milton Friedman came out of the U.S. And also, well, Mises came out of Germany whenever the freaking Nazis were taken over. And he... I've talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyways, Malay is like, it's like where the Libertarian Party is more like, we need to like reduce the size of government because it's too big in these areas. He's like, get rid of it all. <laughs> like, did, like, no, no, no. He says, afuera. Afuera. <laughs> like literally, there's the, 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 one of the more viral videos of him is like looking at all the departments that are federally enforced under uh, Argentina? Argentina. And he's just going down and going, afuera means out or gone. And, I don't uh, know what it means, but it, it's catchy. Yeah, he's just going down the list going, afuera, 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 <laughs> just ripping them off the walls. Uh, so I was expecting him to get like 2% when I first heard about him. Then it's like half an election cycle later, they're like, oh, he's due to get like 30%. I'm like, that's interesting. And then like after that, I didn't think he had a shot. And then boom, the guy just became president. And I think he did get rid of a bunch of... Crap already. And like, dude, and that's... Like, day one. Dave Smith kind of touched on this. I feel like I say that every episode. But like, even if this guy doesn't get rid of any departments or all the departments or it radically revolutionizes uh, the Argentinian culture and people, this guy won a popularity contest. And his... He wasn't like just out there mimeying like oh, I'm going to do some reform and, you know, we're going to cut the budget. And he's like, I'm going to, like, literally, no, his, his icon was a chainsaw. And he was like, I'm going to chainsaw the government in half. If you're trying to control people's lives through their money or by how they act, run for the hills, you're fired, like you're gone. And that called on. I'm glad you understand that he says that because I don't speak Spanish. No, I just read a lot of the headlines. I know some of the, I know what mierda means. And he, <laughs> mierda means shit. And like, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. If you're like an American centrist or if you're like not into like deep political theory, I could get like where if you're slightly left wing, he comes off as pretty belligerent. But it's because he is. Uh, but like, he's just pretty much like, in English, he's like, all of these opponents that are trying to control people's lives, they're shit people. They're mierta. They're, he says mierta like three or four times in the interview. And the interviewer's like, pardon me, sir. Couldn't they just be ideologically different opponents that have well-meaning, but they're just misguided? He goes, no, they're shit people. Like, they just out the door. They're bad. So that dude won. Um, 
got some other qualms about the guy that's just like, oh, that doesn't really line up with what the rest of you says. But, like, it's Argentina. Take what you can get. Um, outside of that, in our neck of the woods, what Musk told uh, all the all – the, did you see that interview with Musk telling everyone to go screw themselves, which I'm – Oh, no, he, he verbatim said the F word. Yeah, but, like, and then reiterated it again. About how it being blackmail, which, like, dude – because all the the big the big companies are trying to pull funding or not going to be on X anymore because it's cert I, I guess because of Alex Jones or certain people he's reinstated or the or he, he's just he's calling him on the hypocrisy. Yes, and he's uh, and you know with with freedom of freedom of speech. I mean that's not government intervening. That's advertisers wanting to pull their uh, product or not off of off of his site. But you know, even then. Like there's a there's an interesting line here. Just leaves more room for the bandit radio hour. It does. We're taking over. Uh, bigger numbers than we've been getting. But what this goes through is like with all of these people, one. I heard I heard this point brought up the other day. You know, like l- legally, freedom of speech has to deal with the government. And but if you're in my house and you're being disrespectful and you're saying something bad or in my business, and I don't like I it. I can pop you in the mouth. I think you should be able to, but no, I don't think you can quite do that, lawyer boy. No, that's a battery. But you can tell them to leave your property, right? You've got, like, the authority, at least, especially my scenario, like, to kick them off your property. But if, like, I invited everybody over for a discussion. Dave Smith, who I'm ripping this off of. If I invited everybody over to my house for a discussion, everybody was being respectful, and one person was like, Here's this opinion that's different from everybody else's here. And I just lost my shit and was like, get off my property right now. You don't belong here and you can't do business here. I think most people would like, look at that. Dave Smith brought up this point and be like, you might be able to legally do that. That's not very healthy. That's not very Unless it's like, communism. I mean, dude, there's exceptions to every rule, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, there's some commies I like. Some, some, some. Some ideas of some commies. But, like, if, you, if you're if you able to do that, that's still not good. Just for a difference of opinion and someone being respectful and humble about it. Ah, if you're in my house, like, and you're stupid. Well, I got a question. Are you going to invite a bunch of people over to have a discussion about a different opinion? I'm not going to invite somebody who's got a different opinion in the first place. Exactly. The problem solved. Yeah. (laughs) Trespassing. It'd be like, like, I made a serious, (laughs) serious mistake of judgment in acknowledging your presence. Chick, Chuck, you're gone. Yeah, leave. Like, but um, you'll be out of my phone before the door closes. You know, whether we need to allow all of the speech, even the most repugnant speech. Well, hang on. I say that. You know, one of the most interesting things, I'm not going to say the most repugnant speech, because I think there needs to be some baseline of if you're making a valid threat against people or not. Like one of the, and this all connects together. What's the big thing happening with Harvard and MIT about like, and hey, this is coming from the people that were like sympathizing for the Palestine, innocent people in Palestine and Israel the other week, but like the ones that are chanting, kill all the Jews and the colleges are like, this is okay. This is fine. They can do that. That's not harassment. But hang on. Hang on. Well, Harvard Yeller. also just elected for y- her chancellor. Uh, her last, it's, it, 
It's the most stereotyp like the stereotypical. She, it's a it's a black lesbian woman. Yeah, it's whose like last yeah. name is Gay. Oh, I heard that. So yeah. now the Harvard the Chancellor is yeah. It's, so it's just. But like even aside from that, she's and also she's super not. I don't think very qualified. And supposedly got caught for plagiarism, but I don't know how much that's true. Yeah. And her doctorate died. I'm not doubting that. Whole, I don't know. I'm I don't like, know. I don't. I'm know. not. It's not credible. But, like I'm just. However, like I'll say this: like y'all were the ones that were. Like if you you could take it, say a teacher at certain camp. This wasn't every department on every campus. We shouldn't get this wrong, but there was quite a bit of them that was like you misgender somebody or say say an opinion that like the rest of us don't agree with. That can threaten your livelihood on one end or the other. Um, now you're saying we can genocide. Well, like these same people that were saying that are saying we can. Well, it's the ones I think there were. That were I stand with Israel stuff. They put them on like a mobile screen TV truck. Did you see that? Uh -oh. There was a, there was a like a like the mobile billboards. Like it's a truck. Yeah, that's yeah. Got, and they put the names of the students that I think were pro Israel, maybe to call them out on it. And I think to like try to like, I'm I'm pretty. It, it could have like, been pro Palestine, but I'm pretty sure it was pro Israel. Like dude, and it was putting like to put them on blast for it. And I think they allowed it under free speech. Dude, like there are good people and bad people on all sides of all arguments. Like I I really think there are, there are somebody that can share the exact same political beliefs as me and be ethically the biggest piece of shit you could ever think of. Like just just because they vote the same way as you doesn't mean they're great. But like with this with this certain conflict and it's interesting to see how information is spreading about this conflict that it never would have before. Like, I think, I think the Palestinian side, I honestly has gotten to a lot more people than it used to. Yeah. More, to me more so than it used to at least. Um, so, but saying that anybody on either side saying like, Hey, kill these people. I don't have anything to do with this. So I'm like, Y'all are nuts. If you're saying kill innocent people in Palestine that ain't got shit to do with Hamas, or you're saying kill innocent Jews, like you're you're bonkers, buddy. Oh, that sounded like a New Yorker. Ugh. Except them. You can say that about them. Joking, just for legal reasons. I'm joking. Don't kill all New Yorkers. Don't. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> the Bay Raider Hour is not responsible for anything that can be happening after this. Yeah, but like it, with all of this, at least with Malay, that fellow down in Argentina. And people like, I even like the sound of Vivek Ramaswamy dropping bombs on Nikki Haley, ironically. I was going to say, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 even Elon Musk, you know, I, I hear some of my peers, they'll say like, dude, did you hear what whoever said? I really like this guy. I really da-da-da. And it's been like the same it's been the same with Trump. It's been the same with like, I hear so much of, did you hear what they say? It's like, we're all aware lying exists, right? Like none of us know these people's hearts until you let them speak and act. And then you can kind of judge them. But it's like, even then, you're only watching them act through what these big boxes called the TV or little boxes called your phone shares with you. Right. It's like you could be married to somebody and not know their true intentions. Like you could be that close so to think that, you know, in someone's heart that lives thousand miles away from you, that you've never met in your life, that by God, Elon Musk, good guy, or by God, he's a bad guy or by God, like the only one I'm pretty certain about is Ron Paul. 
and I got evidence <laughs> to back that up. But like, he's the only decent politician. But uh, like, and that can go for like even outside of politics. I mean, there, are, you know, there was a lesson I, I, have I talked about. It? I think it was Toby Keith. Like, ever since "How Do You Like Me Now" came out, whenever I was like six or seven years old, yeah, love Toby Keith albums. Bought every one that came out. Me and my dad listened to him all the way. Man, he's a good old country boy. Loves America. Loves standing up for us. Yada yada yada. I think it was like when I was 20 years old, I found out he was one of the biggest entertainers. He, he was one of the entertainers that donated the most money to gun control groups. Or it was, it might have not been exactly that, but it was something along those lines that just. I think Garth Brooks is up there too with yeah, that kind of stuff. That like shattered my image of this person. And I was like, oh, maybe they're complete douchebag liars. And try to remember that with like these I don't know, talking heads on the TV in the box and all of it. It's it's just, it's bad. But, okay, that is wild what you were talking about. With the, I hadn't heard about it with the rotating billboards on the cabs. Oh, yeah, the, do- the doxing trucks. Yeah, but there's that. And what was another one like it? There was, I know there was posters of hostages that were getting. Oh, everybody's like ripping them off. Yeah. People missing. I saw somebody put uh, razor blades underneath them so when they ripped them off it sliced the piss out of their hands and they're all covered in blood and stuff I thought that was pretty good and which FYI ladies and gentlemen that's actually that's a crime you're not allowed to set traps and mm. things laying wait like 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 door guns you can't like rig a shotgun like to your door man I really feel like you should be able to oh, I, like, I, 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 is, I 100% agree this is but, my property but it's like an instantaneous at fault crime like you're you're guilty period <laughs> like I mean you're already going down yeah I mean, <laughs> Um, pardon, but you know, that's, that is one thing, like, I know I'm going to mostly leave the Israel Palestine stuff alone, but like, I'll say this, I keep, oh, you no- don't want to stick your foot in that ant bed. Mm, not between Jews and Muslims. They're, they both get rowdy. They're all in very special, unique, stereotypical ways. Um, but no, like they should just be able to sit down together and get along. I mean, both their meals are kosher. Give them both money. Yeah, like, give him a nice, like, pork dinner. Well, that was one of the, like, the lessons from Tom Tom Woods, I think. Pork, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about free trade, and I'm real careful with those words, is you could have a devout Muslim taxi driver in New York City, mm-hmm. and you could have a devout Hasidic Jew. Is that the ones with the curls and the hat? The, the furry hat? Yeah. yeah. Is it Hasidic? It's one of the or Hasidic, the ones that don't care about none of it. Orthodox is, I think it's Orthodox. Orthodox, Ortho- you could have an Orthodox Jew on a street corner in New York, and he'll raise his hand, and a devout Muslim will happily pull over, let him in the taxi, and drive him to wherever he needs to go. And at the end of the ride, they might even have a friendly conversation. The Jew will give the Muslim some money, and they'll both say thank you. And it's like these two guys. This is like my greatest. One of my favorite, like, arguments against any kind of centralized control with government. Because it's like, these two guys, if you put them on a committee with each other, and you were like, how should food be dispersed? Or how should we pray to a god? Or how should our culture be structured? Dude, they would try to kill each other. Like, if that decision was, like, between them two, because it's like, oh, my whole way of life versus your whole way of life. But you just throw a dollar between these two very religious pricks. Whoa, 
Whoa. <laughs> One side's going to fight a little harder. Okay. All right. True. True. But anyways, they'll, they'll, one might oppress the other a little less. <laughs> throw some money at the Gaza wall. Just throw some Tony Stark some money at it. Um, but it, with these like college, I've been watching a little bit of these college trials where they're like rightfully kind of grilling these, uh, uh, university leaders or whatever right. about this. But it's almost like the woke stuff to me, the government enforced woke stuff or where the right is like seeing something and they're reacting to That's what the right wing is always best at is reacting to stuff best and worst. But it's like, we don't like you doing this. So we're going to make these new laws that say you can't do that. But then it's like, Oh, Give it 20 years, and these laws are going to be turned around and pointed right at the right wing from the left. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Patriot Act. Same with, like, you know, they were like, hey, we're only going to go after terrorists, and, you know, only if we need to get the codes for the nuclear about to set off. And every right winger was like, sure, we sign off on this. And now it's like, we're going to monitor every phone call you make and everything you do now. Um, which, I mean, hey, they're doing a good job of that. But just be careful for what laws you're wanting to bring in. And God bless my right wing friends out there, but like you know, always ask yourself—not yourself, but like if you—if you really think about voting, or get, government should never have more power than it. Well, one that already has, but don't don't give it more thinking it's going to be a good thing. And not only that, but like if you're gonna if your if your goal is to own the left or get rid of the left or whatever that means and whatever amount of force that entails, it says all right. What do you replace it with? You just. Get rid of half the country and pray another left winger is never born. And if they are, get rid of it somehow. Like, and there's like, that's like, all right, what kind of like is it just a, a Christian government from here on out? What kind of Christian government? What denomination? What do Catholics count? Do warring tribes would be so much easier. I, I think it makes more sense than what what the current ideals are. And by the way, two left wingers, I could say the same shit about. What flavor of communist or socialist or democratic socialist or Trotskyist or whatever or progressive or liberal? Like what order should take over and denounce like the pray another right winger is never born and get rid of that free will or whatever? No, don't like either of those scenarios. I like the one where beats. You, you like beats a, by Dre. Well, well, no, you're saying flavor. I was going to say like. Beets. Beet is not a flavor. Ew. A beet? I don't like a beets. A beet is terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's gross. And oh. it's red. Oh. All right. Uh, communism. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was like, I wasn't talking I was about I trying food. to think of something that was like red and gross. Yeah. And right, what we have now, you know, we're like one of my like little side rant that we're going to get the hell out of here, guys. It's late. But like, you know, I hear a lot of left wingers. They look at our current like state, and the economy and government. And they go, oh, it's fascism. And I hear a lot of right wingers like look at all of it and go like, oh, it's socialism. And I'm like, or no, no, my bad, my bad. The left winger will say it's capitalism. The right winger will say it's socialism. Like, you are both kind of right. It's, it's economic fascism. And no, it doesn't have swastika flags. It's not talking about the Ubermach German. I'm like, but it's, it's just, it's privatized gains and socialized losses for the big companies and for like, mm -hmm. and the government picks who I, these. I like the term weaponized capitalism. Where instead of like that sounds sexy, yeah. Well, well, instead, like I'd look at it instead of like allowing like true free trade to happen. You know, I got a better product here, and I, I than you, and I can sell it for a little cheaper. You know, I'm gonna do better. Instead, 
the other guy's like, oh, I'm just going to use the government to enforce laws on you and put you out of business. And, and that then way, now I have the monopoly and charge five times as much. And make a shittier product And than then ever. just kick the government the money mm-hmm. back to the side and screw the... It's like, dude, why can't somebody, you know, like one of the things I hear a lot of lefties correctly complain about is planned obsolescence. You know about this? Mm-mm. It's where they make uh, products... Oh, They've been right. doing it for like the past 30 or 40 years. Like the light bulb. Yeah. They plan on it going out. They, they could literally make... have a meaning. Yeah. No, the, the like they, four light bulb companies that are yeah, left. And yeah. And if they, they violate or shows like one's doing better than the other, they like, they find each other to hold each other accountable. Yeah. And it's like, well, and like a lot of left wingers will be like, see this, why you can't let corporations just go crazy. It's like, all right, hang on. Why can't someone make a light bulb that lasts? Yeah. Sell it for 50 bucks a piece. And sell it around, then, oh, I'll, I'll pay 50 bucks to never change a light bulb again. Or whatever. Yeah, that would be a bright idea. Yeah. But it's like, oh, because if they did that, they'll go to jail unless, or they'll be handed a super huge fine. And yeah, if they don't pay it, they'll you're go. Instantly sued. And- yeah, they've, it's uh, called, uh, da, 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 what's it, what, uh, regulation? It's where a company lobbies the government to make regulations in its favor. To weasel out its its competition. Uh, I don't know what word you're trying to look for. Regulatory you. capture. Okay, I'll say you did a good job explaining it. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so lefties and righties and centrists and ups and downs. All we're them. all dumb. I'm trying to say everybody's wrong, pretty much. Just find the parts of it that you agree with and sandwich that thing together and live your own personal life and have fun. Anyways, guys, that's it tonight. Uh, I know we're not doing a lot of YouTube stuff. Are we putting up videos with the blank card? Uh. No. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. This will actually go up. This will go up. Cool. Hi, everybody on YouTube. Hi, everybody on the RSS feed or Spotify or whatever. Uh, keep following us on that. Merce is talking shit on Instagram. He does. I've, I've heard it's pretty fun. I never get on Instagram. It's you gotta the, do it for the gram. That, you gotta do it for the gram. It's so unintuitive. I don't. Yeah, it's. I like the Twitter. I can save my pictures. Can't do it on the gram. But anyways, I'm on Twitter talking shit at Bandit Radio Hours. Merce doing it on the Instagram. One of us will check the Facebook once a month or something. But uh, the Facebook stays a little more PG. Yeah, but share it with Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> share it with your Grandma. No, shut up. <laughs> Don't send this to Betty. All right, guys, <laughs> guys and gals. Good night. Send it, to Betty. I don't care. See you.